when you're at a theater watching a film, you forget how great it is to experience a film with other people in it's the room. It's so great. And to laugh at the same scenes and to cry or just to yeah. be, have this room filled with emotion. And then you have the extra layer of having someone there to talk about the film or, you know, have a discussion or something afterwards. It's just, it's cool. Yeah. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Oki Show Show, brought to you by all of our patrons over at Patreon. If you like what you hear and you'd like to be a part of what we're doing, Go over to patreon.com slash show and become a patron today. There are all sorts of tiers that you can be a part of. You will get episodes early. You will get behind-the-scenes stuff. You might even get a super-secret podcast that only comes out for patrons. So go over to patreon.com slash show and get on it. So today we are talking to Kim Haywood from Rodeo Cinema. And Kim has been a longtime friend. I've known her since... Back in the days whenever I was doing coverage for Dead Center Film Festival, she helms from Dead Center Film Festival. And now she runs basically Oklahoma City's premier art house cinema. She is awesome. She is hilarious. And she's also invited the Oki Show Show to be the in-house entertainment for an Oscars viewing party that's going to be happening February 24th, which is a Sunday. And we're going to be there for kind of a red carpet kind of thing happening around 6 p.m. I'll be running trivia. I'll be, you know, providing entertainment throughout the night, including a full improv troupe that's going to come in and show their stuff. It's going to be freaking sweet. So Sunday, February 24th, be sure to go over to Rodeo Cinema and uh, watch the Oscars with me. Watch the Oscars with all of us. But in the meantime... You can listen to this episode and our conversation with the one, the only, Kim Haywood from Rodeo Cinema. Hello and welcome to the podcast that explores the heartlands, entertainment industries. I'm Brian. I'm Kelly. And we're here with a return guest from long ago, from the years of your years beyond the before. old ye oldie Oki show show days <laughs> except last time you were representing dead center film festival and you have never since heard of it what moved on <laughs> to the awesome rodeo cinema rodeo cinema so this is kim haywood welcome back to the show thank you thank you for having me back the last time you were on oki show show we were in a totally different spot with a I did not yet exist. Kelly, had, she wasn't born. She was had not, not been born. birthed. No. Yeah, conceived into the world of podcastness. So it's good to have you back. It's on. great to be here, and this is fancy. I'm saying it's so, Kim. Tell us about Rodeo Cinema because this is kind of a new thing, exciting thing. It's very new. Um, yes, and I actually I did, which we can go through this later. I'm going go through it now. Uh, whatever you want, but um, Rodeo Cinema. Um, we are an independent art house theater. Located in Stockyard City. Uh, most people are familiar with Stockyard City, just south of the river on I-40. Um, a lot of people um, know it for Cattlemen's. Cattlemen's. Yes. Um, a lot of people know it for <laughs> if you need to buy a pair of boots mm-hmm. or a hat. That is the place to go for surezies. Um, But there's also a lot of other things happening in Stockyards. So there's some really great boutiques happening there. And Radio Cinema is actually the sister theater to Circle Cinema in Tulsa. Mm, Some might be familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So we're their sister. So, um, and they are 15 years old and they are this just iconic, perfect, beautiful cultural center um, in Tulsa for independent film and events and things like that. So we're their sister. Um, We opened up at the end of August. And so we've been, what is this, December? Mm -hmm. 
or February, March, whatever this yeah. is. Uh, so it's we've been the here for future a couple, past. It's yeah. future past. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we've been open a couple of months and um, we like Circle Cinema, our nonprofit, uh, which I think some people think is a little bit different when you think of a movie theater. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so really what that means for us, and I even brought some show and tells for that. Yeah. Um, some membership Neat. forms. Goodies. Yeah, some goodies. So um, what that really means is, you know, when you go to a theater, obviously you're buying a ticket and concessions and things like that but um, at Rodeo we want to provide experiences around films which means we want to have filmmakers come in and we want to have events and panels and discussions and all those things are um, things that you just can't really pay for through concessions and box office and so mm. because we're a nonprofit, we can accept donations we have a membership program oh, uh, yeah I know right <clears throat> yeah let me pass out this thank information you. I'm thank like you. a teacher yes. here you'll membership. be graded later membership information um, and we have donors oh, cool. and sponsors and things like that so um um, again, it's just um, it's just a way to to make experiences around film. Um, but otherwise, we're open seven days a week, 365 days a year. We never close. Wow. We're always open. Yeah. Wow. So like any other movie theater, um, all first run independents. We also do love our Oklahoma filmmakers. And so Mickey Reese, for example, yeah. has come in with Strike Dear Mistress. We had a great screening for that. Um, we have a really awesome uh, partnership with PBS and ITVS for the mm. indie pop-up series. Um, and we're doing, and we have lots of other fun things in store. We can, I can talk about it now because I won't shut up if you won't let me but (laughs) I love to hear myself talk so I'm actually kind of curious about like the history of how this particular rodeo cinema came to be because it's so it's associated with circle cinema correct so are there rodeo cinemas elsewhere or is this the only rodeo cinema this is the only rodeo cinema so we the reason we named it rodeo cinema one it's in the stockyards yeah doy makes makes a lot of sense perfect but also the the building that we're in is a um an actual movie theater from 1924 that's what was built and it was built and called the rodeo theater oh and so um the rodeo opry has actually been performing out of that theater for since 2004 i think and so they're the rodeo opry it was in the original rodeo theater and so it made sense that we're rodeo cinema embracing the history is rodeo Rodeo opry still in operation they are yes so they actually they um perform there still every saturday night so we have movies all the time uh seven days a week again except for saturday evenings but then sometimes we do have like a 10 o'clock or 10 30 screening on saturday nights so um but yeah they're there every saturday night so it's it's fun too because that's something else that makes us different is that we're sort of this multi-purpose multi-functional space uh which was kind of interesting when we were kind of tweaking and modifying the building a little bit um to make it back into a theater is we had to consider that there was another group there right. doing something totally different that wasn't a movie. So even um, you know our screen is motorized, and so it kind of rolls up and rolls out of the way, wow. and behind it's this entire oh gosh um, stage with instruments and things like that. Um, you know, we want to make sure our seating worked for them and our lighting worked for them. And it actually, it's really lovely. It's it's come together really well. And it's a very cozy and intimate and fun space to be. I've been to the Rodeo Opry a couple of times, and like. First of all, if you've never been down to the stockyards, shame for shame for shame. It's just so darn cool because it, it there is kind of like a very classic vibe. Like you've kind of gone back in time. Oh, for sure, it's like Guthrie a little bit. Yeah, because mm-hmm. even like the buildings, like, yes, the look of it feel yeah. very like not Wild West, but like it. I mean, I think the original areas from like 1910 is when like the stockyards began and all those buildings start coming up, and so the buildings are all from that era. Um, 
you see cowboys walking down the street. Yeah. They have long horn that they release like down the street for their stampedes a couple times a year. I mean, so there's yeah. like literally yeah. cows uh, walking down the streets. And they have to, well, they have a bunch of vets, like veterinarian shops, like vets, there's veterinarians a down there. Snake museum. But for weird, I would say it's all for like crazy, you know, farm animals. So yes. you see, yes. <laughs> you know, I bring yes. my dog in and it's like there's cows and there's cows yeah. and a horse or yeah. a llama or something. Yeah, it's all there. So if, you're, if your llama is <laughs> feeling ailed, you know, you can. Stop Stockyard City. You can take your llama in to the vet. To the vet and go watch a movie. <clears throat> go watch a movie. Go have some steak at Cattleman's. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make a whole night of the whole stockyards situation. <laughs> situation. That's exactly and they actually right. like do auctioning and stuff down oh, in the yeah. stockyards too. Oh, so. oh yeah. It's, and it's one of the, um, one. Of, I think if it's not the biggest, it's one of the biggest actual um Livestock auctions. Yeah. And it's Monday yeah. and Tuesday. And it's actually, it's fa- I've seen the auction. Like when we first um, opened up the theater, um, the woman, Kelly Payne, who runs the Main Street and the Stockyards, um, took me for a little tour and it is awesome. <laughs> and you can go to them too. They're open to the public. I think so I've can, been to at least one. I should one. take my kids just <clears throat> like they would love it. It is yeah. mind blowing. Cause you, I mean, it's, it's, it's this well oiled machine and like just money is flying and it, it's, it's a very cool thing to watch. That's so, so cool. That's yeah. well, that's really neat that like now we have something like rodeo cinema in, to kind of bring, you know, because the audiences for arts and culture art films into that. and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. you know, I think I think it's really cool that we that you guys are bringing that to that area. Oh, for sure. And you know, it it, it doesn't necessarily sound like it blends well, like this idea of this um, this you know Western culture independent film. But then I was talking with someone the other day, and this no, it really does because you think about like the nature of a cowboy in the West. It was sort of like everyone sort of working to help build this thing. And that's what independent film is. Independent mm-hmm. film, the basis of it is it's made outside of a studio, studio system. And so it's kind of like everyone working together to make this film happen. And that's sort of like what that history of that area represents too. So it it works, I think. That's so cool. And I'm always right. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. So what's the ultimate goal? Like when you guys just, when you, when you got this off the ground, like what's the, where do you see this going in like the next five years? Like what's the goal? Well, we have a couple of things um, that we're doing. First of all, we, we do have this single screen in the building that was built in 1924, um, which was again, originally a, a movie theater for silent films. But our goal is we actually are building two new screens. Oh, cool. So um, it's actually half a block away, um, which will be kind of fun because it will kind of add to that whole like when you go down to the stockyards, watch a movie, you can kind of wander and experience it. Um, but the great thing about having three screens is it just, it will allow us to have more of these films that will oftentimes jump over Oklahoma City for different markets because we don't have that, um, you know, seven day a week movie theater. And so mm-hmm. people that we've screened some films, like um, when we did a few months ago called Free Solo, um, it was playing in Dallas and in Tulsa. And there's some people saying, oh my gosh, we didn't know it was playing here. We we're going to drive elsewhere to go oh, see wow. it. Oh wow, so that brings yeah. Here. But oh. now, yeah, exactly. And so now that when we have three screens, we'll just be able to bring in more films and do more things. That's so that's awesome. that's one of the things we want to do. Um, with our existing theater, um, kind of to bring it full circle in terms of the experience, um, because it was a silent theater and they had this organ and live music. That's we so actually neat. do have an organ oh that gosh. currently lives in Tulsa. It's a Woolitzer. It was pulled out of the old Orpheum Theater oh. in Tulsa before it was destroyed. And um, it is going to make its home at Rodeo in about Whoa. a year, year and a half. We're working with an organization to figure out the pipe structure, which is very complicated. Yeah. Um, and so 
so this year, organs of old like were oh they're incredible part of the building it is oh yeah and you just the way and it's I don't I know nothing about music but just the way it's supposed to be done is, like is the very tuning and all of that is all so that complex. stuff is very complex and so there's an organization that is helping us to figure out what that structure is going to look like to hang the pipes and everything that goes with it and so in about a year year and a half we'll actually have an actual theater organ what? so we can do silent oh films God, and we yes. can do events with music and things like that so, so um, cool. that is cool it is cool it's very very cool and I think our goal with everything that we're doing um, with the new screens and the organ and even the programs that we want to do is um, we want to become this cultural hub for independent film and yeah. for culture. And um, I think that's what Circle has done so well is they really are, again, they're iconic in Tulsa. Like when people yeah. think of, um, you know, community and cinema, they think of Circle Cinema and the people they bring in and the events they host. We want to become that as well. And that's not to say that awesome film isn't already happening in Oklahoma City. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. But it's just it's just another layer to it. And yeah. I think that's cool. And more exposure for more it. More exposure, exactly. Just more it's exposure like, for it, which is excellent. Because our goal, I think, for all the theaters and everyone who's doing film is our goal is to get people off their couches. Totally. Guilty yeah. of being in my PJs on my laptop and watching Netflix or whatever. Yeah. But we want to get people back out to movie theaters because when you're at a theater watching a film, you forget how great it is to experience a film with other people in it's the room. It's so great. And to laugh at the same scenes and to cry or just to yeah. be, have this room filled with emotion. And then you have the extra layer of having someone there to talk about the film or, you know, have a discussion or something afterwards. It's just, it's cool. Yeah. I like it. Well, and that's the thing that like for, for like film professionals, like we're always having that conversation of like, what is, where, where's the industry taking us? Like, yes. where's the distribution side taking Correct. us? Because we do see that binge model really taking over. Yeah. Like it's, and it's even bleeding into our event style movies, like the Avengers and like the Marvel cinematic universe right. where we're, our audiences want to see arcs and all this kind of stuff. So it is kind of that question of like, how do we get people back into the theater yeah. without all the CGI and explosions and all right. that kind of stuff. And yeah. like, that seems to be what this is doing exactly what i think people outside of the industry don't realize is that there is sort of this this structure to the release of films and it really does start theatrically whether it's at in a theater or at a film festival or something like that like that's where audiences find your film and then later it can go to another level of people with online or something like that but it really does start with having people in front of a screen oops with filmmakers with someone falling in love with the film, falling in love with the filmmakers, talking about it, spreading that word. I mean, that that is such a powerful, awesome, fun experience. And it's just, again, not something you really can get when you're just watching something at home yeah. by yourself, lonely. Yeah. Don't be lonely. Come to the Rodeo Cinema and watch a movie with us. There really is. I feel like it's kind of a, uh, it's becoming such a rarer, I'm not going to say rare because like we do still have these, these havens for the experience of theater. I agree. Yeah. But like people, you know, you can watch stuff at home. Like I was talking about earlier about how I've been binge watching Breaking Bad again mm -hmm. for the first time in a couple of years, but I'm watching it with someone, with my wife, and she's never seen it before. And there's something about watching it with somebody and not just like sharing that experience. Sharing the experience yeah. mm -hmm. of like the art that we that we love. Yeah. Because then it brings up conversation. You guys talk yeah. about it and you come at it from different perspectives and levels. And that's what makes it so much fun to revisit is because you now have this person that you can talk about it with, you know? Yeah. So, and that's the like, man, oh, I love breaking bad. I'm going to go on a breaking bad rabbit trail. <laughs> one minute for breaking bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Brian needs one go. minute. Go. No. Cause like, I love, I love being able to talk about stuff and discuss things, not sure. in that annoying pretentious way, but just like, like I love 
philosophizing about film and music and all that kind of stuff because I feel like essentially that's what art is for is to mm-hmm. start conversation. Uh, it causes it, it, you, you have to figure out the emotion it's creating in you and then yeah. you know ingest that and then think about it and yeah, yeah totally. it's fun which yeah. is why I love that you guys have these panel discussions and yes. stuff and you have what kind of guests do you guys have come out to rodeo um so obviously we want the filmmakers there so um mickey reese uh with his cast and crew presented his film uh we had a couple of lovely filmmakers actually come all the way from vancouver Whoa. Uh, wow. to pres- yeah they uh they made a documentary about uh bryant reeves also known as big country huh. uh, for big those country? oklahoma state fans big country big country bryant reeves <laughs> um and they were awesome but they they Wanted to come down from Vancouver because they knew this was home, Oklahoma, and they wanted to present it. Um, we've had different people come in. Um, again, with that PBS series, um, the whole goal is to find people who are somehow connected to that. So in January, which it's going to be too late for these people watching this, but in January. <laughs> too bad. Uh, too bad. <laughs> suck it. Um, we have a film called Rumble. Um, the natives who uh, are the... The, the Indians Who Rock the World. It's about Native musicians in various genres. Oh, wow. And so we're working on getting um, Native musicians here in Oklahoma to Which come there and are talk about. Quite a, and so, Native filmmakers, musicians, really cool people. I kind of overwhelmed the list right now of yeah. people I'm trying to like fit into yeah. this coming really, this discussion. Really neat. But you know, talking about like, and, and people love that. Like people really do want to hear from people who are you know, connect with films or connect with topics. Mm-hmm. It just, it just makes it more special. Mm-hmm. And coming from dead center, which I do know what dead center is. I lied earlier. <laughs> I've heard of it. Um, coming from dead center, that's something that I remember, um, you know, you spend so much time like programming films and thinking, God, I hope people like this film. And then the festival comes and people are walking out of a screening and they all gather outside the theater and they talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. It is That's so, exactly. I love that feeling. And I love, it's not, it just because it takes it to a different level. And that's something yeah. that we're doing at rodeo. And I've had several, we have a lovely lobby um, in the theater and kind of created for that place of discussion. Yeah. And you walk out that's and cool. the screening has let out and people are sitting or standing or just talking about what they saw. And that's, that's the coolest thing. That is cool. That's like, yeah. it's, like it's very much like a, you know, a, a after a play, you know, oh, a lot absolutely. of people come out into the the atrium and sit yeah. and get their drink for, you know, intermission and talk about what's going on and then go back in and watch. Yeah, exactly. That feeling, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Now, okay, I did see that you're doing Rocky Horror coming up. We are. Um, just because I'm a theater girl are and I want to dress up and go see that show. Good. So that's something that everyone should be looking for. That's very exciting. Yes, yes. And we'll do more of that. So we are... Live. Um, Circle also does a lot of, um, and we'll start this as well, um, just traditions. And mm. so um, we want to create tradition like they do with Rocky Horror Picture yes. Show. Nice. Now, one would assume that Rocky Horror would be around Halloween. <laughs> no. No. Nope, not it. Uh, right. Festivus for the rest of us, I yes. guess. Um, okay. So we're actually doing it, um, or we did it, um, the <laughs> last past. week of December. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Feature pass. Um, which will be something we do. So yes. the, the end of December, we'll do Rocky Horror. Um, um, it's full on participation mode. Yes, by yes. Rocky Horse. So <laughs> splash zone. We will have. I want to w- traumatize my husband with it. <laughs> with no water. That's my only. No option. water. Yeah. Or flames. Oh no, yeah. That's we have fine. an alternative to flames, but we'll have little prop kits that people can buy for like five bucks. The paper and the oh yeah. So cool. um, just me making that's toast so cool. all night. Yes. <laughs> <Just> like I have <laughs> two toast. Toast. More toast. Yeah. So it's it's all that participation stuff, and so. And next year we want to do more of those things and just kind of create again, just that's the fun stuff too. Like yes. that's the fun thing about movies. That's something yeah. that get me at like I, you know, I'm busy and and have three kids. So it's hard for yeah. me to get out and do things often. But if there's a 
like a consistent thing that yes. I'm like, I'm going to do that this year. I'm going to do that thing. I'm getting out on that night. You know, that's yeah. so mm-hmm. fun. And yeah. for those interactive Elements. date night things, that's really cool. Specials. Burning question that I'm sure everyone yeah. listening is wondering. Mm-hmm. When are y'all screening the room? <gasps> <laughs> Speaking of interactive. Speaking. Um, <laughs> the best worst movie The ever. worst movie ever made. <laughs> I'm working on something. How about that? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Again, going back to, I mean, you can screen the room or dot, dot, dot. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Oh man. I want to see that. I saw that movie for, for the first time with a group of friends and I did it. I did it right because I read, I read the uh, disaster artist that yeah. read the book. Okay. Whoa. Then we, we saw the room uh-huh. with our group of friends and it was fantastically terrible. Then we actually went to go see and the disaster artist. The disaster, yeah. Read the book before you go see The Disaster Artist because it changes the way you see that movie. Does it? Okay, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. I can't go back and do that now, but um, I'll trust you. It's a good book. Yeah, good I have book. not read the book. I need to read the book. The movie's not so good. No. Well, The Disaster Artist has its merits. I'm not going to say it's a bad movie. Well, and It has its merits. And here's why you can't say it's, well, my theory. Even a bad movie, quote fingers. Yeah. If you are if you are still thinking about it yeah. and talking about it, cult yeah. following, is that really bad? Because a bad movie, because a bad movie, about. you forget yeah, about like, oh, and like, oh, what's that movie called? I don't yeah. know. A bad good movie becomes a cult classic. Yeah, it's like Rocky Horror. It's like the room. or, or uh, the what Pink Flamingos that one that everyone like they're like, oh, it's terrible. Oh yeah, totally horrifying movie. It. And then everyone like people. Or what's just the, like, What's that Trolls movie? It's like they're eating her, uh, and next they're gonna eat me. Trolls what movie is that? It's not Troll Hunter. Um, I don't no, know. It's something, but it's it's another fantastically terrible movie. Yeah. On that note, are, do you guys plan on screening any like kind of shitty B movies that would be fun to watch in a theater? Oh, totally. Yeah. Okay. Because so so obviously we do first run independence, yes. but a lot of it, that's what a lot of people want is they want yeah. kind of like that Rocky Horror, that Room. Mm-hmm. Um, Mandy is a film that came out recently <gasps> that we yeah. screened. You Nicolas Cage being a good actor. Yes. How did I miss it? I don't know, man. Nicholas we might Cage do it again. But me. It, I mean, oh. that's really what people want. Like, people yeah. love that cult classic. And also, that is really what people um, have come to kind of identify Circle as, is kind of having that alternative culture kind of film. And so we'll do that as well. I mean, yeah. our goal, again, is to do every kind of cinema, make experiences out of it whenever possible, um, but just, and, and also offer somewhat, something for everyone. You know, I think our right. first year is really going to be us figuring out who our audience is. I and mean, we kind of have an, have an idea. Um, but then once we really get a handle on that, gonna change we just, and grow yeah, and we'll change and grow and just want to make sure that we are consistent and yeah. offer something to the masses. So where does rodeo cinema fit into the Oklahoma film industry kind of as a whole? As a whole? Well, I think, Again, going back to that Mickey Reese and being an outlet for Oklahoma filmmakers, like a lot of theaters here are, um, I, I think that will kind of be a home for us. We we have talked and we are planning on doing some things with the Oklahoma Film Music Office. Like they have mm. some panel series and talks and we um, have in discussions with them about doing some things. Um, but just kind of adding a different um, location or venue for mm-hmm. these artists to be able to bring back their works. Um, there was a, there was a festival recently that the Oklahoma film society guys did, um, where they brought back some of these Oklahoma films I play this past year. And so, you know, I think it's awesome because it gives them another venue for their films to be shown, but also we can do that too. You know, we can do some things throughout the year. Um, I've had someone that I've talked to about doing, um, you know, lots of cast and crew screenings and rentals and things like that. So yeah. I think again, it just offers a different level to that, 
to what's already existing here in terms of venues for these films. Well, and that's such a, I, that, that's a really cool thing to work on a project and to actually see it on a big screen. Different. Totally different. Yeah. It's a very and different hear vibe. It on a big, and hear it through those speakers. You yeah. know? And hear the audience reaction to it. And, hear, and not yeah. react where they should. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's a humbling experience yes, sometimes. Yes, yes, yes. Like, oh, they weren't supposed to laugh at that. Or, that was supposed to be a sad moment. <laughs> <laughs> they're supposed to be crying at this point. Oh, well. Yeah. That was totally. that kind of reminds me of the room, <laughs> right? When it was like <laughs> laughing at all the wrong spots. Oh yeah! yeah oh gosh! Oh, it's so painful. <laughs> oh, he doesn't, it, oh. doesn't he like shoot himself in the head and then like writhe around holding his groin or something? I can't. remember. Yes. <laughs> is that a thing that happens? Well, he's got like this is like blood. Like it's it's he just keeps he keeps not dying and it lasts so long. And he, and he it's like, like a weird it's like a weird yeah, death scene and, he, and it is a lot of like thrashing and thriving like like or, you know what don't you do when you yeah shot right yeah. but slower right <laughs> okay so it's uncomfortable like it's, oh, it's, it's it's like someone who I would imagine really dying wouldn't be like I'm still yeah. talking still yeah. yeah that was the only thing about the disaster artist the movie yeah. that was kind of like ooh this is painful when this everyone is, like, is laughing hysterically and Tommy God, Wiseau is watching and like crying yeah and like oh I get it ooh, ooh. yeah that hurts. that's hard mm. that's hard but going back to this yeah. yes <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, for let's see let's go for the for the 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 young filmmakers here who have a film they want to get up and on the screens. Yes. What could they do? How could they contact you? Or what should they, where should they start with this process? Well, do they go through the th- film festival first? Or you know what I mean? As a former film festival lady. Yes. I do recommend always starting the film okay. festival. If you well, have a There's film. a technical purpose for yes. that. There so. is a very technical purpose. Yes. Um, in that a lot of film festivals will not accept films if they have previously um, shown theatrically or they're available Been online. Screened, right. yeah. Yes. So they that really is like and that's world a, premieres. Yes, they really like world premieres or local premieres or regional premieres. So that's just something to keep in mind as a filmmaker. Like if you um, like, oh great, you have this movie, let's let's go to rodeo and 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 show it. Show yeah. it. Yeah, Wait. hold up. Yeah. Like have you submitted to film festivals? Like what's your plan? Right. If you've done that. And you're like, okay, I've done my festival run and I want to, sh- you know, have another screening. Great. Contact me, website, rodeocinema.org. We'll hook you up. Sweet. If that's something you're not interested in, <clears throat> festivals are not something you're interested in, still contact me, rodeocinema.org. Because yeah, maybe you just want to show your family. Yeah, And exactly. that's it. Yeah. See, like, see family? I did one thing. <laughs> see mom and dad, that film degree yeah. you paid for. Came in <laughs> Paid off, question mark. Yeah. Well, and yeah. if somebody wanted to do, like, a cast and crew screening of their movie yes. at Rodeo. Yes. Like, and the rate's really not that bad, right? It's not that bad. Not. And we're a nonprofit, so obviously all that goes back to us. But no, we've, we've got... Um, Obviously, the rates online for screen one, and we have when we have those other two screens, we'll have those available too. But, um, but yeah, we and we want that. Like, even if someone has like you know test footage or whatever, if they want to come in the mornings and and see their stuff on the big screen, great, talk to me. Let's do that. So, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, we we just want to make it as available as possible. And also, you know, um, you know, thinking about their needs and what do they need if 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 there's anyone out there that wants to shoot me some ideas how we can be more available to the film community here, hit yeah. me up. I'm here. Very I'm here cool. to listen in here. Yeah. Let's touch on this on on the uh, membership opportunities <laughs> yes, that you guys have because you've got some really cool <laughs> stuff here, and I love your layout here. You I know. This basic is your fancy. director, producer, mogul, patron, patron and benefactor. benefactor. Yes. So I someday hope to this be is a how benefactor. people can actually get involved in themselves. 
with Rodeo Cinema, right? Exactly. So um, membership program, um, again, everything, concessions and box office, that's great. But to do these other programs we want to do, and I, there are some education programs that we're working on for the future as well. So to fund those things, um, we do rely on the kindness of others. And so one of the ways that people can participate um, is to become a member. Um, the membership rate starts at $35 for those under 35, and that's a basic membership. And it goes all the way up to $5,000, and there's all these places in between. Um, but it starts, I mean, the basic idea is that you get um, a member rate for all the screenings, which is six fifty, which is like that's free. Awesome. It's like free. Awesome. Um, you get um, certain days a week, you get free popcorn. Um, at certain levels, you start getting free tickets and things like that. Um, a lot of people like to give these for gifts, which is always fun. Oh. You get discounts on merchandise. Um, we also have special events that are just for members. And so sometimes if we have, you know, filmmakers coming in, we might have like a pre-screening event for just the members to meet those filmmakers. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And it's, it kind of... Um, Again, it's just experiences. And I, being from dead center, that's something that I really enjoy. And so and people yeah. so far have been really loving our membership program. You had me at free popcorn. Free popcorn, right. yeah. I'm in. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Here's Not a random yet. question that might actually be kind of backtracking, but I, just, I saw the 35 millimeter special and it made me think of this. Of being younger? Well, yeah. Well, because <laughs> at Tower Theater, we like the, the movies that they screen are on the digital yeah. projector, but there is a there's a actual film projector like right there, right yes. next to it. Yeah, real to real. Do y'all have actual real projectors or we don't. We don't have so the we are limited in our old 1924 theater to the space that we have. And so back in the day, that projection booth did accommodate an actual film reel yeah. projector. Um, now, uh, we have our digital projector there. And so because of that, we don't have the room for film and reel to reel. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately we don't. However, that being said, although we cannot do film like the amazing tower theater. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, not yet. I can't say the tower can do that yet. Is that they right? They will. It's Steven. They'll figure it out. It's, down the line. This. this is in yeah. the future anyway. Yeah, yeah, this is future. Yeah, that's true. Future past. Steven's got this. Um, there we go. Yeah, there we see go. next see by this time it's going to be happening. Um but we can do anything else. So Blu-rays, DVDs, VHS. We actually Ooh. have a VH, we have a VHS. Can I rent it out to watch my family videos just yeah. for me? Just rent out a huge theater. <laughs> my family would love that. Like that would be the best you Christmas can. Just hey, let's just sit down and everyone watch us. Yeah. Yeah, can. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a great family reunion. That would kind be of thing. amazing. We yeah. have a series called VHS and Chill. Uh, Sean Peel runs I didn't that. That was you guys, and he plays. Well, it's it's Sean, our theater manager. That's his series, mm -hmm. and he does uh, VHS and Chill Chill uh, screenings all across the city. Um, but he programs a monthly series at Rodeo as well. Wow! And he has gone so far as to make sure that that image on the screen for VHS is the square. It is yes! not. It is not scope. It, it is. It is as bone. God intended and it is pan and scan and all all of it and it is grainy and it is great so we have that um, we do powerpoints we have skype so if directors ever want to skype with us we can get them oh, on the so screen cool. um we could even if you wanted to rent it out and play video games you can play video games Whoa. On the screen. i mean it's yeah we're, we're set we're here um we um will do things in the future which is the future um like oscar watch parties we can do the oscar oh, so we're doing ooh. yeah we're which we Oscars would love to you know podcast that mm. uh, uh yeah uh, that would be we an love amazing doing thing Oscar to do. watch parties. Will you dress up? Of course. Oh, I'll bring my gowns up. Wear yes. our ballroom gowns. Yes. <laughs> mm. we'll wear I'm going to do the Ellen pantsuit. 
That's I'm, what I'll do. Oh. If I dressed up for an Oscar <laughs> party, totally. I would yeah, definitely yeah. have to dress up like Lloyd Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. An See, orange the tuxedo orange, yeah. with top I get my hair did. That'd be nice. That would be fun. Yeah. I can't wait. It'll be perfect. Yeah, a little bit. So where can where can people go to uh, sign up for the Rodeo Cinema membership opportunities? So uh, membership opportunities, again, are on our website, with which is rodeocinema.org. Um, we are also um, on all the socials. Almost I all like the socials. I like that. <laughs> uh, we're on the Instagram. We're on the Twitter. And we're on the Facebook. Mm. So Very find nice. us, like us, follow us, whatever you do on those things. What other... What other social media platforms oh, like are Pinterest there? I was to say, I'm, I'm too old to know now. Yeah, I, I don't all. even know. It's out of control. I can't keep track. Yeah. I Yeah. I don't know what day it is. Friendsters back. I don't know. No, yeah. I don't know. Not on Snapchat. Uh, I, can't I just Snapchat my all, mom. Man. That's it. Yeah, I, I will say that I finally made an Instagram for my Basset Hound. And it's <laughs> glorious. I love, I follow Colonel Rumpus. I do. And he is hilarious. Colonel What's Rumpus Basset Hound. What's his name? Colonel Rumpus. It's the perfect Basset Hound name. He is an old fat Basset Hound named Colonel Rumpus. And his brother, the wiener dog, Sir Slinky Feet, shows up every once in a while on on his Instagram account. I wish you were creative. (laughs) I mean, this is lame names. I know. God. Jeez. Try harder. Um, So, okay. So one more time, the website, because I'm having a brain fart. Rodeocinema.org. Rodeocinema.org. O-R-G. I like the org. It makes it so like nonprofit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very nonprofit. Like yeah. A library. There's also volunteer opportunities that people there can are. pursue. So right? um again, being nonprofit um, and having these events and things like that, we need people, um, human workforces. So um on the website, rodeocinema.org, you can sign up to be a volunteer and we need them for various capacities. So if we have an event, it'd be great to have some extra hands there to greet people and to point directions and things like that. Um we even um have um like I guess kind of a street team or kind of like advocates for the theater. Um, if you want to come upstairs with me and help me do some stuff in the office, uh, organize movie posters, happy to have you do that. So Dude. yeah, anything you want to do, we will happily accept your love and time. That is very, very cool. Yes, yes it is. That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, um, you guys ready for some games? No, no. Whew, I need a warm up. <laughs> Actually, you know, I was thinking I don't I don't want to put you on the spot, Kelly. Yeah. So if you don't have anything, it's okay. We can move Ooh. on and I'll just trim this section out. Oh. But do you have a Kelly's corner? Because you're back. Mm, I am Kim, back. I don't know if you realize, but Kelly there has had has has had a baby. I did. That she's been taking care of. I am half alive uh, due to lack of sleep. Oh, you need to wake you up. Uh some sweets. <gasps> what? I love what is this? this? You skipped over my bag of treats. Okay. Oh, I totally did. Unboxing. <laughs> unboxing this. First off, this gourmet popcorn place is the bomb. Legit. My son it, loves the popcorn called? from here. Uh, so I, I, I did bring you some treats. Because <gasps> uh, it's not Christmas. Oh, dude. Thank it's, you. Thanksgiving. It's, it's whatever. Uh, Valen, New Year's. And Valentatrix. Yeah. Oh, look yeah. at this. Uh, but now I brought you some stuff. Oh my um, gosh. So I brought you popcorn. Oh my. My favorite. My favorite. Actual. Not fresh anymore. Yeah, actual actual movie theater popcorn. Yeah. This is like my favorite day ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then, my favorite um, snack ever. And then just some local treats that you can yes. find in our concessions area. So we oh, so nice. you guys sell the, the Oklahoma Gourmet Popcorn. So this popcorn. is Oklahoma Gourmet Ooh. Popcorn and they're a local company. They have a store in Moore and Edmond yep. and they're delicious and they have like a billion different flavors. So many flavors. Um, we 
we carry this sea salt caramel. It's amazing. And you've got the I've Oreo. I've got the Oreo. Which is great. And, that's and Oreo. puppy chow, which is puppy my chow. favorite. And then also find selection of bedroom chocolates. Oh, wow. So, anyways. Oh just, this is amazing. Thank you. She's I baby. want it. I need you, it all. Yeah. I need it all. I can confirm. The puppy chow is very good. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I freaking that's, love popcorn. Well, thank you. And that chocolate goodness. Now we can play games. Yes. So, yes, you need some sugar. gift giving. I know. I'm just going to have popcorn. Because nothing makes great podcasts yes. like eating. Yeah, yeah. Like mm. the sound of mastication. Well, I'll tell you, when I when I was pregnant, I made my husband go into movie theaters and get popcorn for me oh, yeah. and then leave. And he got so, he was very known at the theater that <laughs> I went was to. Very known. That they started just bagging it up and like oh, giving yeah. it. And they were like, pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. I'll take uh, here comes the best please. husband ever. <laughs> That's great. That's great theater. Yeah. So nice. anyway, send them a Christmas awesome. card. I hope that Lainey has that craving if and when she ever it's gets the best preggers. craving. I mean, because if she gets that craving, then I get to partake as well. Yes, exactly. Mm. It's a happy craving. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. Um, let's see. Kelly's corner. Um, I wish I had like a happy, fun Kelly's corner, but we just had the flu. I mean, I'm healthy now, so don't yeah. worry. I'm healthy oh, now. Okay. But should I turn on some dramatic music? Please do, or some because I will I will explain music. how this all happened and the number of times I went to the doctor's office and how I did things wrong without knowing I did things wrong and and the illness. And then <laughs> I'm just so happy that my husband didn't get it because then I would have had to take care of four babies. Oh, gosh. Because he's See, a this baby. This is the part of, of having babies that I could never wrap my head around is the fact that it's just they're germ machines. They're literally yeah, it's always worth sick of disease. and snotty and coughing and, and touching it, things. And, touching. Yeah. Uh, and but they're so cute. It was Thanksgiving. <laughs> my youngest baby, five months old, started getting a little <clears throat> cough. I questioned, oh, is this the Oklahoma allergies I hear about, or is this something worse? Something much more malevolent. Little did you know that my five-month-old baby could not get the flu shot yet. But I have a five-year-old who also goes to school. He brought home type B influenza. He came down with it fast and hard. Fever spiked. It was miserable. And also sweet because I got to cuddle him. And then my daughter, three, she somehow managed to lick a cup that he had once drunk from, drank from, or he coughed in her face, or who knows how the germs spread, but they spread through the household. I protected my little baby, my five-month-old little baby. I called the pediatrician and tried to get everyone Tamiflu, but you can't give Tamiflu unless you have the symptoms with for 48 hours, and then, so we, I gave everyone Tamiflu, and it didn't work. It didn't work! <laughs> And everyone got sick, and that was the end of it, and now we're fine. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh, wow. So that's my Kelly's Corner. That was an excellent Kelly's Corner. Yeah. I love the random, Thank you can you. just find random dramatic music. I type in dramatic music into YouTube, <laughs> and that's what I get. Crushing it. I could have gotten Harry Potter. I should have done Harry fun. Potter. That's not Harry Potter. That's a commercial. That's a commercial. That's a commercial. Okay, so what kind of a gameage do we have? Okay, I think we should start. Uh, I need a warm up, so I think we should start with a storytelling game. Let's okay. just do story, story, die. Okay. Um, you can either, yeah, would you like to be the in charge like of the to. bell? Yeah. Okay, you control when you ring the bell, we switch to the next person who has <laughs> to broken? seamlessly. No, just, oh, don't <laughs> hit a bell. Let's learn Let how to work Ryan. the bell. One job. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible uh, at it. Fired. We're going to tell a story okay. one person at a time. 
when the bell rings, the next person has to completely seamlessly continue the story while hoping that it still makes sense. Okay. Yes. Am I participating or am I you just ringing can ringing bell? You can be bell, ma- bell I master. Want, I want a bell. Right, yeah. So I'm yeah. going to ring this bell on y'all. Bell master. Okay, do it. All right. What's, let's get a, sub, uh, a suggestion for something about the story. Um, let's see here. Um, Maybe like a like a location. Okay. A car wash. A car wash. A car wash. Ooh, okay. Very nice. Ooh. Okay. okay. Um, uh, uh, do we need anything else? Um, let's see here. Uh, let's say, um, let's see a car wash and then what's a prop? Just like Flip a flop. Flip flop. Flip flop. Flip flops. Okay. Car wash. Okay. <laughs> Better this than I thought. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> All, All right. right. So Kelly, you're going to start? Yes. Okay. Here we go. In three, two, one. I was driving down the road and I noticed bird poop all over my new van. So I turned left into Car Wash City. It looked shiny and sparkly and had that kind of foam that has all the magical colors while it washes your car. And I pulled in, checking the prices, to see how much my... How much it would cost to get this bird poo off of my beautiful car. Also, how much would it cost extra to get all the blood off the back of my car? Because I had just murdered someone. That someone was my... Bird. That's right, I murdered a bird after he shat on my car. So I decided to... Take the body and bury it like you do with bodies. Birds. Cats. Anything, really, you can bury in the ground. Especially birds. It's adding insult to injury. Birds are meant to be in the sky, not in the ground. Ha! Joke's on you, bird. There was blood everywhere in the back of the van. I needed to cover up what I had done or my husband would know. He would know that I murdered the bird. His bird, his favorite bird. His favorite turkey bird. It's a turkey cockatoo. A turkey cockatoo albatross. Eagle. From the Albanian mobsters. Very, very expensive bird. My husband is also in the mob. So I was cleaning out the blood uh, in the van and... And that's when I realized that the bird that I thought was dead was not dead at all. In fact, he was alive. And on the internet. I was like, we did not get flip flops in there at all. (laughs) And that is fine. Wait, you failed. Sorry. That is not, that is, I forgot even that flip flop was a thing. I just want to say flip flop (laughs) on the microphone. The mobster albatross bird. (laughs) Turkey, turkey cockatoo albatross. (laughs) (laughs) So that was was a good warm up. I like, and our bell master would just kill it. I know. Thank you. That was excellent. Thank you. Okay. So what else we got? So uh, let's play post office um, because it's, you know, it's going to take it away from me, you afraid? I can't decide if I should take it away from you or nope, if I should just I'm let you own it. I'm going to own it. Let you own the bill. Right. Uh, post office is going to be a, uh, it's a, a secret game. So someone is not in on what we're going oh, to be that's doing. Oh, that's right. So we need Secrets. a secret item, which I will whisper into. Well, who wants to do the guessing? I guess we should decide that. Who wants to be the postmaster general? Mm. And they guess? They are the ones who do not know what the item is. I'd say maybe Brian or would you? I'll guess. Okay. You'll guess? guess. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. So I'm going to whisper in Brian's ear. So let's should do we, it. Let's see. How should we do it? Should we have Kim leave the room and we can get suggestions from oh, yeah, that's a great idea. our quote unquote audience in the room? Do this? That's a great idea. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. 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 Can close my eyes? Yeah. Wait, someone tap me on the shoulder when you're done. Okay. 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 Um, 
Okay, so we need we need we well we need one item, especially something that's a little uncomfortable or hard to box. I think would be okay. Interesting. Something uncomfortable and hard mm. to box. So, Stephen, what's something that is uncomfortable to ship and hard to box? What is something that's kind of un, like an uncomfortable item that is also hard to ship and hard to box? Ooh, like a, like a, um, yes, that's what I was exactly, thank you. We're on the same wavelength. Yes. <laughs> so the first item is? Cactus. Okay, so Ryan. we need another Ryan item. Ryan is going to be returning I'll or sending, returning. mailing a, mailing this. Yes. And then one more item that is preferably alive, uh, like an animal or a I feel like creature. you guys are just talking and like leaving me to <laughs> do that. a conversation. <laughs> this is fun. Thanks. Fish. Okay. Fish. Okay. 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 All right. All right. So Brian, you're first. <laughs> and we're good. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. Commercial break. Yes. Good job. Okay, so this is the game of post office. I don't know if we've will, ever played this game I will ring the before. bell as you guess. Okay, so mm-hmm. you're saying words and things and phrases and describing something right. that would... You are the postmaster at the post office. And so and you, he's uh, going to mail an item. to the post office, and we are you're shipping welcome. these things, and you have to guess what these things Great. are. Okay. And as soon as you do guess the thing, then we can move on to the next thing that yes. you have to guess. And Correct. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. So here we go. This is post office. Okay. In three, two, one. Uh, hi. Um, I was wondering if uh, do you do you have like a lot of bubble wrap, like a lot of bubble wrap? Because something might break in this bubble wrap. Well, the last time I tried to move this thing, my hands kind of started bleeding from getting poked so much. So a porcupine, you're trying to I mean bubble wrap a porcupine ish. If I could just bubble bubble if I could bubble wrap it, if I could bubble wrap this thing so that I could, you know, make sure that it's it's not gonna stab me whenever I put it in the box. Like a cactus? Exactly, oh, like a cactus. Oh nice. Oh very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Yay, okay. Yay. All right, all right. Let's try it again. <clears throat> Oh, 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 hi, ma'am. Hi. Yes. Um, I, okay, I, I, I'm sending this to my uh, my niece. Okay. She really, really wanted it, but I'm really kind of worried about um, keeping it not uh, spilling. I don't want it to spill out, and um, also it needs to have some oxygen because, you know, it, it could die. <laughs> Everything needs to breathe, right? But okay. it needs to, um, it needs to be... Dry on the outside, you know. Uh, the water needs to stay inside, like a snow globe. Hey, but, but it, well, it's got this. I don't know whether to put the box on, like a lid on top of it, or maybe a, a seal on top of it, because it's an open hole. It's an open hole that it could just splash out, and then I'm afraid that the little thing will just, you know, fishbowl. Oh, oh yeah! Very good. Come very on. good. Very good. Very good. You're good oh, at this. this is You're fun. good at this. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, well, actually, we're out of time. I was yeah, just looking at the clock. Yeah, we were a little over. Well, Kim, thanks so much for coming on the show again. Hey, thank Welcome you Welcome to the new and improved. for having me. Thank you. So one more time, where can we find Rodeo Cinema? <laughs> Rodeocinema.org. I don't know why. I like it. Like ASMR. No, this is, this is how we address. Yeah, we need uh, that. Well, I'm eating popcorn, cinema. so that's probably the opposite of ASMR. But, yes. You know. so, or it might be exactly what ASMR has become. Mm, it is. Rodeocinema.org. Uh, so yeah, go to our website for all the information about uh, showtimes, what films are coming up. Uh, but we are located in uh, the old Stockyard City on Exchange Avenue. So yeah. if you know where Cattleman's is or Langston's, you have no excuse not to just cross the street and come to the movie theater. <sighs> so 
so cool. It's great. That's awesome. And of course, as always, you can go to okishowshow.com to look at all the crazy cool stuff that we have going on. Visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or if you like what we're doing and you'd like to be a part of it yourself, go over to patreon.com slash okishowshow and become a patron today. And that's then it. You get, you get all the super secret special podcasts super that Brian podcast has been doing. And I, you even get, get episodes in on that. a yeah. full five days before they actually get released to the full public. So. Yeah, that's fancy and worth it. You should it. check that out. Mm. Nice. But that's it. We will see you guys in the next two weeks. Bye! Bye. <laughs>